Welcome to episode 94 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. And today we are answering your questions, your marketing, social media, and online business questions are answered right here. Stick around. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right, so today I am answering five different viewer and listener questions. So some people have written me questions in from Clubhouse, from podcasts, from live streams, all sorts of things. So here are your questions. All right. One of them was, how important are hashtags for my social media? Well, hashtags are really important. In fact, hashtags should be used everywhere except, at least right now, on Clubhouse. As of mid-July of 2021, hashtags are not yet being used on Clubhouse, but they are being used on every other social media platform. In fact, up to 30 hashtags can be used in the Instagram feed. So you need to double check which platforms you're on and how many hashtags can be used there. And then on top of that, you want to look at the popularity of the hashtags that you're thinking about using on that particular platform. For example, on LinkedIn and Facebook, they haven't been using hashtags all that long. So you can use pretty broad hashtags like hashtag social media and hashtag online business. Those are pretty broad hashtags. You can still use those on LinkedIn and on Facebook. But on Instagram, where hashtags have been used since day one, you've got to really, really focus way in on your hashtags. So I might use something like social media marketing tips or social media advice or something like that where it's focused in more, you're niching down more on the particular topic as opposed to just hashtag social media. So you need to look at all of that information. And so the hashtags that you use everywhere may not be the same everywhere. So you might have a different set of hashtags that you have on Instagram as opposed to the ones that you use on Pinterest or LinkedIn or Twitter or you get the idea. All right. So that's the deal with hashtags. And if you put the word hashtags into the search on the blog of my website, so if you go to bonnielfrank.com and click on blog, or if you go to bonnielfrank.com forward slash blog and put the word hashtag or hashtags in the search, you'll see that there's 11 different uh, podcast episodes and blogs that cover hashtags in detail. Okay, the second question was, what is the latest Instagram change and can you describe what this means? All right, so the latest Instagram change, so like at the beginning of July, 
Instagram came down with the announcement of, and I quote, Instagram is no longer a photo sharing app. So what does that mean? I think that's a really weird way to say what they meant. Everybody freaked out thinking that now they had to do reels every single day, or they had to triple down on the amount of reels they were already doing, or they had to start doing reels, or they had to do nothing but videos. That's not true. That's not what Instagram meant. They meant two things. Number one, for a long, long time, people on Instagram have been sharing single image posts in their feed. In fact, if you look at most people's Instagram feeds, not talking about stories, not talking about reels, I'm talking about the feed. If you look at most people's Instagram feeds, you'll notice that most of the feed is just a single image. Picture after picture, after picture, after picture. It's very boring to look at when you look at the feed in general. And it's also not really giving an experience to your followers. Instagram said, we want you to have immersive content. We want you to create immersive content on Instagram. And that doesn't mean that you can't ever do a single image post. You can, you just can't be doing it all the time. And so you need to be doing more movement posts, more posts where there is movement of a variety of types. And you need to vary the types of posts that you're doing and stop using only single image posts, picture after picture after picture. And then part of this also, I feel strongly, although they did not say this, I feel strongly that part of this change is because of Clubhouse, because Clubhouse has been around for about 15 months and you've been able to hook up your Instagram account to Clubhouse, to your Clubhouse profile, to your Clubhouse account for a long time, which means that people have been posting all over Instagram for over a year about every single room they were in and every single room they were hosting on Clubhouse. And so Instagram was kind of becoming a billboard for Clubhouse. That's not what Instagram is intended for. Instagram is intended to be a visual platform, not just video and not just still image pictures, a visual platform. YouTube is a video platform. Instagram is a visual platform. So that's what they meant by that. Okay, third question. Should I start a podcast for my business? Everybody else is. Okay, so don't start a podcast or do anything just because everybody seems to be doing it, right? You've heard the the question, you know, oh, you're going to jump off a bridge because everyone tells you to do it? No, don't, don't do that. And don't start a podcast because anyone says you should start a podcast or because you, you think that everybody and their brother and sister have a podcast these days for their business. Everybody does not have a podcast. Yes, there are somewhere around, as of July of 2021, there's about a million podcasts out there. Now, there's many more podcast episodes, and there's also more podcasts if you include all the podcasts that have stopped, all the ones that have pod faded. So everything that didn't make it even for 90 days, right? They haven't remained consistent for 90 days. 
or they didn't even do 10 episodes. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there that didn't have very many episodes and they just quit. So I'm not counting those. I'm counting the ones that have been going consistently. There's about a million podcasts out there, which sounds like a big number until you look at how many blogs there are out there. There's a lot more blogs than there are podcasts. So not everybody has a podcast. And there's a lot of pieces to the podcasting puzzle. If you look up the word podcast on my blogs, you'll notice that I've written about podcasting a lot too. There's a lot that goes into podcasting. And I would not just start a podcast because you think you should or because it seems like everybody is. If you have a podcast, it it involves more than just speaking into the mic. So you have to have a good enough. It doesn't have to be perfect and it certainly doesn't have to be expensive. You have to have a good enough mic for podcasting so that the sound can be good enough. It can be quality enough. It can be a quality sound. doesn't have to be expensive, but it needs to be a quality sound because you only have the audio to go by. And if you want to look at the mics that I use for my podcasting, for all my podcasts, you will find them on my tools page of my website. And you can get to that a couple of different ways. You can go to bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash my name, Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, Biz, B-I-Z, Tools with an S on the end. Bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools. Or you can go to my website, BonnieLFrank.com and click on Tools. My Tools page is divided up into different categories. The top part is just general business. Then you'll see live live streaming and podcasting. That's where you'll see the microphones. And then there's even a self-care section. So there are, I think I have four, three or four, yeah, four different microphones that I've listed under my tools section. And I'll tell you that the microphone is the most important part of podcasting because as long as you have something to talk into, a mic, you can podcast. You can use your phone. You can use your computer. You don't have to have a fancy interface. I have all the things that I use for podcasting, but you don't need all those things to start a podcast. And two of the microphones that I would recommend off the top are on my tools page are less than $90. So check them out. You, It does not cost you a lot of money, but don't just start a podcast because someone told you to. So let's see. That was question number three. Question number four. What app do people use to create captions on their videos and stories? Okay. There are different tools, whether it's different piece of software or an app that people sometimes use to create captions. And there, there were a whole bunch of them. So rather than mention individual ones, which could take forever, I would literally Google, because this is what I did, but I also have information to share with you besides that. You can Google free video captions and you'll see a bunch of choices. And remember, the first ones that you see are the ads. And then after that, there are others. But I will tell you what I use. I don't pay for any of the captions on any of my videos. I have them automatically captioned. So when I do a live stream, if that live stream originates from my Facebook business page, not my profile, my page, if it originates from the page, 
Facebook will auto caption any video you do. They will auto caption it. Now, is it perfect? No, it's not perfect because when we speak, we tend to swallow some of our words and we might not enunciate all of the words perfectly. So it does a pretty good job. I've always thought that it's more than 90% accurate, which is pretty darn good for free. I'm not worried when I do a live stream. I'm not worried if those captions are not perfect because 90% perfect, that's much better than I could do. And it's great for free. So I just go ahead and I let Facebook Live do that. So it's got to originate from your business page. Now, all of the stories that I create, I start in Instagram. So I create them in Instagram and then I share them from there. So I'll share my Instagram stories to my Facebook stories. I will share them to LinkedIn stories and I will share them to Twitter fleet. But Twitter fleet is going away. Twitter fleet is Twitter stories and it's going to disappear, I think maybe in August. Uh, so, but anyway, I do originate them in Instagram stories and then I share basically the same thing everywhere. Now, Instagram stories has a captions button. It is directly below on my phone. It's directly below the location button. It may or may not be directly below the location button on your phone, but look for the button where you have, it's in the same section where you have the poll, the question box, location. You can mention somebody, you can add hashtags, all of those buttons. That's where you will see the captions button. You probably have it, but if you don't have it yet, then keep waiting. It will magically just appear one day when you have that feature because that is the latest feature that Instagram has rolled out for stories. So I create a video in my Instagram stories. I make sure that that video is less than 59 seconds, by the way, because I know if it is, then, and I just do them on my phone, easy. And I know that if it's less than 59 seconds, if it's less than a minute, Instagram will chop it up into 15 second segments for me. So I don't need to use Cut Story or any other app to do that. It will do it for me automatically. I let Instagram do it for me. Thank you, Instagram. And then for each of those 15 second segments, I go to that part where the captions button is. I click on that. It will say, you know, transcribing video or something like that. It only takes maybe two, maybe three seconds. And then voila, all of a sudden you have captions. So the the default color is white. And if you tap on the words, you know, you can you can make them bigger, make them smaller, move them around the screen, tilt them. I tilt them sometimes. And if you tap on the letters, then the color wheel pops up. And if you tap on that, then you can change the color of the captions. So that's how I caption my Instagram stories. All right. Last question for today. Why aren't there many people coming to my clubhouse rooms? Oh, okay. So. If you are not having very many people come to your clubhouse rooms or not as many people as you would like, and maybe they end up coming, but maybe they don't come right away, there's a couple of things that could be in play there. So the first thing is you need to look at how many people are following you, not how many people you're following, because however many people are following you, if they have their notifications on for clubhouse, and they're following you, 
then they're going to be notified whenever you're doing a room. And if they are really, really following you, like a lot of my followers are, they will turn their notifications to always because they want to be notified every single time I do a room. And I do one room a day, usually in the morning, but not always. So people are like, I, you know, I want to know when you're doing all your rooms. So I, then I say, go up to the bell. So on Clubhouse, when you follow somebody, there's a bell that appears in the upper right-hand corner. You'll see the bell, tap on the bell. And for each person that you really want to be notified when they're doing anything, then change the default to always because the default is on sometimes. So you need to change that notification setting to always. So that's one thing. How many people are following you? Because if it's a very small number, that means not that many people are being notified. That's one thing to look at. Another thing to look at, which is even more important, is what is the title of your clubhouse room? Because if your title is vague, that's not going to compel people to come to the room. They're going to be confused by the title. They're going to be like, well, I don't really know what that means or nah, nothing's going to stand out to them. Nothing's going to really compel them to join that room. So what I always suggest is whenever you're creating a clubhouse room or a clubhouse club, actually, whether you're creating the name of your club or a clubhouse room title, each one should have at least one keyword. A keyword and a search word are the same thing. And your clubhouse room, every single room that you do, should have at least one keyword in the title. Try to have two, but at least one. Because even though hashtags cannot be used yet on Clubhouse, I don't know if they ever will be, when people search for rooms, even if you know they don't have a search function on Clubhouse per se yet for the rooms, they, they will. It's just not there yet. So they might be using a third-party software tool. I don't use any of those. But when you open up the app, you do see three or four dozen rooms in your hallway. So how are you going to choose? You're going to be searching in those rooms for compelling titles. And without thinking about it, you actually are searching for keywords because you're searching for words that, you know, that jump out to you. You're searching for, oh, I wonder if there's a room about this going on. Well, that this that you're thinking about, that's probably a keyword. So are you looking for, you know, rooms about business? Well, you're going to look for the word business. You're going to look for online business. Are you looking for marketing? Are you looking for social media? Are you looking for rooms about welcome to clubhouse, you know, a clubhouse intro? Are you looking for rooms about a clubhouse bio, how to write it? You know, whatever. Are you looking for rooms about Instagram? So those are all keywords. Every single thing I just said is a keyword. So you want to make sure you have at least one keyword in every clubhouse title. That is the number one reason that people do not come to rooms. That really is the number one reason, in my opinion. All right. So I hope this has helped you. And uh, remember that, especially with Clubhouse, remember, it's not in beta anymore. As of today, whatever today is, I think the 21st of July, I think it is. As of today, Clubhouse is no longer in beta. You do not need an invitation. It has been opened up to Android for over a month, and now nobody needs an invitation. So guess what? That means nobody has an excuse to not be on Clubhouse or at least try it out. So that's good for you to know. And that opens up Clubhouse to the rest of the world 
who wasn't on Clubhouse before. So now you should see a lot more people in your rooms, especially right now. But remember to put at least one keyword in the title. Feel free to give me a question anytime you want. Anytime that you are wondering about something, please, please, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. If you want a question answered right away, uh, especially about Instagram or Clubhouse, you can DM me on Instagram. You can back channel message me on Clubhouse or DM me on Instagram about about Clubhouse also because I'm on Instagram a lot these days. But if you have a question that you want me to answer on the podcast, feel free to send me an email and give me that question. You can email me anytime with a question or a comment, whatever you want to tell me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. You can also leave me a message or a question on my SpeakPipe. So you can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my podcast page. So you go to my website, bonnielfrank.com and click on podcast. And right in the middle of the page is a bright orange button. Click the button and start leaving me a voicemail message. So you can give me a question or a set of questions that you want me to answer. You can give me a podcast topic, a suggestion of something that you want me to cover on my podcast, or you can let me know what you think about any podcast episode. This one was episode 94, but you can let me know about any podcast episode and you don't even need to know the number. Just say, you know, on that one episode where you were talking about blah, 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 I thought it was awful or Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you talked about that. Thank you so much. Any question or comment that you've got for me, whether it's about podcasting, online business, marketing, you know the drill. Feel free to leave me a message on my SpeakPipe. I love getting those voicemail messages. Also, if you want me to include that message on my podcast episode, let me know. Thank you so much for being here. I love that you are here today. I love answering your questions and helping you grow your businesses every single day in 30 minutes or less right here on Business Fabulous. Thanks so much. I love you. I'm so glad you're part of the Business Fabulous community. We'll talk soon.